Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, let me set the scene for you. You learn how to edit a podcast and then you land your first client. You get that audio and you realize, wait a second, this sucks. How am I supposed to turn this audio into something that sounds good? There's so much background noise. It sounds like they're sitting in the biggest room of their house and everything is echoing, not to mention their cell phone keeps going off. I can hear their dog and their peas are so strong. You are feeling good about your editing skills, but now you question if your skills are good enough to be working with clients. That is what we're talking about on this episode. So if you felt that way or you're feeling like that now, stop and listen to this episode. Here we go. Okay, so what I described for you is number one, so common. We have all been there. We go from being new and learning how to edit to then working with clients and all of a sudden expecting from ourselves that we're gonna be able to turn any piece of audio into this beautiful final product. And I'm here to let you know that that just is not realistic. There is no way that you can turn a really low quality piece of audio into a beautiful shining piece. Why? Because there's a lot that goes into recording. It's not all just post-production. And so one of the things that I want to talk to you about on this episode is how you can have the podcast episodes that you produce sound great, but not all of that come back to you and what you do after the file gets sent to you. Where this starts, though, is having a conversation with your client from day one on what these realistic expectations look like. And you don't need to like have a formal sit down with them and say, hey, this is the realistic expectation that you can expect from me. But instead, just framing how you talk about things so they understand that there's only so much you can do post-production. You know, if they give you a pink fat pig, you can put lipstick on it, but it's still a pink fat pig. And so together, you're a team, you and your client, you're a team in creating really great audio. And you are here to help them to get great audio in the recording booth, quote unquote. And then you have skills to make it sound as good as possible in your post-production. Therefore, you can turn some C- grade audio into A and some B grade audio into A or A into an A plus and you don't have to worry so much about getting those F's and those D's because my goodness those are painful right so I wanted to tell you guys a couple stories of audio that I was given early on that was just like oh my gosh what are we going to do about this the first was these random I got a couple of them, these random interviews that I was receiving from a client that I'd been working with with, for months. And she always had really great audio. She recorded it with a Blue Yeti, which is what I have in her closet. And so she always sounded really good. But 
she recorded a couple interviews and there was a clicking sound. Consistent, like a metronome, if you know what a metronome is, a clicking sound, like click, 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 click throughout the entire episode. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is horrible. (laughs) Because especially with an interview, it's not as easily redone. And so what I did in that circumstance was I did noise reduction on the entire piece of audio, like literally 20 times. And it made it a lot better. It made it good enough that we did release the episodes, but then we played around with her Zoom and her settings. I can't even remember exactly what it was. I think that it was a connection, like her, you know, her cord wasn't connected in all the way. I can't remember exactly. But even with a consistent ongoing client, these things pop up. And if you give your client the impression that you can do everything under the sun, then they might say like, oh, my audio editor will be able to fix this. And you're like, if you have that precedent of saying, hey, I can do everything possible, but like, not everything can be fixed post-production and they have just realistic expectations with you and respect your effort. You know, like you'll try, but you might not be able to fix something if it's real, real, real bad. So if something pops up like that, then you're both ready to work together to try to figure out, okay, what's the best case scenario? And you don't have to receive that and think, oh my goodness, this is all on me to make this sound great. And I don't know if I can do anything because you can't always do anything, right? You, can, you can't always do something. So know that it is not all on you. This is definitely not all on you. And just because you have a client now or you have multiple clients now doesn't mean that you need to all of a sudden expect yourself to be able to fix everything under the sun because that just really is not realistic. Okay, so let's say you get it. You're like, okay, got it. I will set realistic expectations for, for myself. But what about audio examples for my portfolios. You know, I have one or two clients, so I've got some examples, but their audio is not great. And so I don't really want to show this off on my portfolio. I totally get that, right? Your client can be happy with audio, but you, if you're like, hey, I'm taking this real serious. I want my audio to be amazing on my portfolio. This is what potential clients are going to be seeing. Then you might want to record yourself or record one of your friends and edit a clip of that and use that in your portfolio. And then once you land a client that does have really amazing audio, you could always switch it out. But if that is hanging you up, you're like, oh, I just I don't love this audio that's on my portfolio, then just record another example so people can see, hey, this is what you can do with their audio under similar circumstances, right? You can also show a before and after. So if one of your clients has a really loud background noise and you do a great job with it, it might not all be gone, but you do a great job with it, then you can show that before and after so people can see the transformation in what you do post-production. I'd also remind you that editing audio is a big piece of podcast management, but it is not the entire pie. It is not the entire puzzle. So know that even if you find that, oh man, I I didn't quite know this, or you're just feeling low about your editing skills for a day or so, that there's a lot of other things that go into this that help you to produce an episode and that make you a great podcast manager. I just say this because I think it's easy to look in podcast groups and editor groups and manager groups perhaps, and compare yourself to other editors and compare yourself to maybe people that have formal training in this. I know I've done this before and think like, man, am I ever going to know as much as they do? And you know what? Maybe we won't. 
maybe we won't ever know as much as we, as they do. But can we deliver a great product? Can we help someone launch and grow their podcast so that they can get their message out there? Yes, we can definitely do that. And so if you're having a day where you're like, man, I just don't know if I'm cut out for this editing stuff. Number one, you can always outsource it to an editor and you can do management. Lots of people do that. But if you do love editing and you're just having a low day, know that it's okay. We've been there. And this isn't the entire, you know, being the best ever editor is not necessarily the goal. My clients have told me like, I cannot believe what you've done with my audio. Like I just, she makes me sound so great. That's one of the best compliments that I have gotten from clients is that I make them sound really great. And I'm like, man, I am like still an amateur editor. (laughs) You know, I still don't have formal training in this. I am just learning these things as I go, teaching them as I go, gaining better as I go. And yet clients still say that I do a great job making them sound good. And that can be the case for you 100% of the time. So my tips for you, if you are just starting out or you're still in the landing clients mode, is set expectations from the beginning, how you can help them before they hit record so you guys can get the best audio possible. And then what you can do after the fact in post-production to make it sound even better. Once you're working with clients, though, maybe they send you over consistently. They send you over a couple where you're like, hey, this problem needs to be addressed. There's too much background noise. There's hard peas. Whatever it may be, you need to address it with them. Then come to either if you're in the Podcast Manager program, come to our private group. If not, go to the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group and say, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. How would you talk to a client about this? Do you have any tips for me and my client so this will sound better? So go to your community and get tips on how to improve a one-off issue and also an ongoing issue that you are like, yeah, this needs to be addressed because this episode is taking me forever and I can't be doing this all the time. Sometimes that's the case with filler words. So with filler words, Maybe your client says, um, all the time, or you're like me, and I say like all the time. I'm so sorry to my podcast manager, Marcy. She doesn't cut them all out. I don't even know if she cuts some of them out. I'll have to go and listen, but that's how I speak. And as much as I would like to say like less, my dad tried to drill it out of me in high school and it did not work. And now I am 31 going on 32 and I still speak this way. So it's part of my personality at this point. And so whenever you're editing, remember that, that if there's like a really annoying habit that they do, maybe they say um a lot or something similar to that. It's good to cut some of that out. But if it's part of their speech, then it also can be good to leave it in. So you have to kind of balance that. Uh, You know, some clients, they'll laugh a lot and their laugh will have that big breath after it. And so maybe just quieting that down a little bit so you can still get the feel for what it would be like to listen to them in person, right? We don't want to change our client's speech too much because then it's like an Instagram filter. If you then were to meet them in real life, you would think, wait a second, they do this all the time in real life, but their podcast does not sound like that. And it's okay if we do some of that cleaning up because you know, podcasts should sound good, but we don't want to necessarily clean it up too much so that it's too perfect. It doesn't sound like them anymore. 
I'm glad I remembered to say that piece on filler words because I almost forgot. And that's a huge thing when it comes to editing is how much do you cut out those things? And I really think it is a client specific problem or a client specific solution. (laughs) And if you aren't sure, once again, come to the community and ask, but also ask your client, you know, do a what you would do, you know, do an example of what you think you should do, send it to them and say, hey, what do you think this sounds like? I cut out some of your filler words, but not all of them. If you think it sounds good, then great. If you want me to cut out more of them, then I can do that too. They'll likely listen to it and say, great, this sounds awesome. And then you know, okay, I don't need to cut out every single um, every single like, every single other verbal pause. Okay, so set realistic expectations with your client and then come to the community when you have a specific issue. And lastly, cut yourself some grace. There's always learning to be done. (laughs) There's always new things to try. And so if you're having a low day for your confidence in your editing, know that you're probably doing a great job. Know that you don't necessarily have to do the editing all the time. You can get help with it. And that, you know what, you're just doing a great job. I'm just here for the encouragement today. I love you guys. And I think you're doing a good job. So let me know what you think of this episode. Come over to Instagram and let me know in my DMs. I love hearing from you guys. If you have any feedback for the show as a whole, then head over to Apple Podcasts, write me a review, and I would love to read your feedback there. Until next time, I'll be cheering you guys on. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing Podcast Manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.